This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle. Get in on the conversation at 866-979-ESPN. Now here's your host, the professor, John Clayton. And good morning, everybody. We are taking your phone calls till 11 o'clock. And, of course, uh, lots of stuff going on right now. We're having the last day of the Combine in Indianapolis. Uh, defensive backs are going to be working out today. But uh, still has been a very interesting, strange Combine. And so uh, we'll get into that. Get into your phone calls. 866-979-ESPN. 206-421-ESPN. Let's get going with some headlines. Well, some interesting stuff going on with the wide receivers. Yeah, we got Amari Cooper. Looks like he's going to end up being cut or traded by the Dallas Cowboys. You know, because he's you know making twenty plus million dollars a year, and they're not happy with him. Then of course Cole Beasley. I mean, he's going to be shopped around uh, from the Buffalo Bills. Michael Gallup, who's with the Cowboys, despite his ACL injury, looks like he's going to get a chance to re-sign with them. So they have enough receivers to get through the season. Uh, you know, it looked like it's been a strange one yesterday <clears throat> for the offensive linemen. You know, uh, there was 59 offensive linemen invited to the uh, combine, and uh, 41 of them didn't do any lifting because, again, they had the lifting in the morning and then the running in the afternoon. And so they decided, no, we're not going to do that. So they'll do their lifting when it gets down to the uh, team workouts uh, at college. So it's like, uh, that's a little strange. So uh, that that's interesting. But, of course, it was a great uh, week for wide receivers. There are eight receivers who ran under 4-4 in the 40. That's a record. Seven's the most in combine history. And those are our headlines. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to JB in Renton. Hey, Mr. Clayton, how you doing this fine Saturday morning, my friend? Ah, uh, tired but good. Yeah, hey, hey, one day just take you a little break, Mr. Clayton. Yeah. Rejuvenate the batteries and get you going again. There you go. You know, you, you were talking about this wide receiver. What about that wide receiver that broke that 4 I know. How about that? I know. That is pretty impressive. They had a couple of running backs that ran in the 4-3s, too, also. Yeah, it's also considered to be one of the best running back drafts we've had in many years. Very deep. Very deep for running backs. Very thin on the quarterback, but very deep on the running back. Here. Yeah. You know, offensive line, defensive line, I think, ought to be pretty decent this year as well. You know, you got a couple of big guys coming up that could possibly help you out right instantly. There's that. But I think we've, they're thin at the quarterback situation right now. Now, the thing that you watch about this, I've been watching as well for years, watching the combine. Mm-hmm. They trained for that combine. You know, they train for all those different scenarios in the combine, all the different drills. They right, know, right. They yeah, you know, and like you were saying, most of those guys are not lifting like that. They, a lot of those guys prefer to go back to their their colleges because they, their strength and conditioning coaches do a lot better job, they feel, with them on, as far as their um, bench press and all that. And, you know, so a lot of them prefer to go back to their colleges and get that done, uh-huh. you know, as far as that's concerned, yeah. But it was good to see the draft, the combine back in its entirety compared to the last couple of years. Where I was concerned was early in the week <clears throat> was, you know, you had at least three first-rounders say they weren't going to work out. And I said, uh-oh, is the combine in trouble? Because if you don't have guys working out there, then the combine's useless. 
Well, fortunately, they all work. A lot of them worked out, uh, particularly if they're running, competing as they as they run. And so I thought that was good. Yeah, that was a good deal. As for it, that, that was a real good deal. You know, it, it's going to get itself back into the swing. You know, as things progress and things get better with, with the COVID situation, yeah. it's going to get it's going to start to get itself back into where you normally would see it. It's going to be good to start seeing more pro days. Mm-hmm. You know, you not you don't have to be, you don't have to watch them virtually. You can in fact go and see them at their prospective colleges. So that's going to help out a lot too, as far as that's concerned. Also, right. you know, you're talking about you're talking about Amari Cooper and some of the some of the people that you might see get cut. I don't think nobody's trading for what nineteen twenty one million dollars. No, nah, probably not. Uh, a, a year guy? No, I don't see that happening. I mean, if you work. That kind of money? In your uh, eyes, Mr. No, Green? no, I don't think so. No, I, I mean, yeah, and, and I, Jerry I Jones just... is mad at him because one, I don't think he got vaccinated, and number two, he hasn't had a good season in the last couple of years. Well, you know what? You know, you know, in the words of the great Bill Parcells, you are what you are. Mm-hmm. What you see is what you get from this guy. Giving him extra money or putting billions and millions of dollars in their pocket. Is that going to make that guy be a better player? No, right? M- money money okay. doesn't buy you everything, and uh, it doesn't. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. No, uh, when you look at it, I mean, he overpaid for him. He, when he was with the Raiders, he was that same guy with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because you put a star on your helmet doesn't make you a better player. Now Jerry won't pay you know Ezekiel Elliott. You know, even though I think he got a thousand yards last year, right? Right. I think, yeah, okay, even though, I think Ezekiel Elliott showed some wear and tear last year. You know, Pollard was the better running back on that team. Uh-huh, agreed. Yeah, so, I mean, did he, he's paying Ezekiel Elliott, what, $15 million a year? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you can, he's got money tied up in Lyle Collins. He's got the, uh, Irv Smith, the other, the other, left tackle and their offensive line is getting older and older and that's got to be a concern and they're not healthy all the time no i agree healthy you look yeah so i'm saying when you throw money into some you got to be careful who you dump that cash into Mm -hmm. particularly in the nfl you have to be careful who you dump that that kind of money into like that so they're gonna just have to bite the bullet and and they're gonna have to release it yeah, I, I think uh, so. Chicago seems to be yeah. one of the int- more interesting teams to see if they can get him now that they're probably going to lose Allen Robinson. I would, you know, really, I mean, honestly, I prefer Allen Robinson. I do too. Yeah, for them. Yeah, if, if I if I were them, I mean, Allen Robinson to me is a much more productive receiver than what er, than what uh, Harley Cooper is. Mm-hmm. I think Harley Cooper is, is to me he's a he's a number two. Yeah, at this stage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right now, and, and you look at what was coming out in the draft. You could probably get a, a kid with a better upside than what you get as far as getting him right now at mm-hmm. his stage of his career. So, I no, it's not happening. Nobody's trading for him. No, just like no. they, no, just like they did Jalen Smith last year, the linebacker. They right. put feelings for a trade. Nobody bought that. Nobody was picking a little sixteen, seventeen million for a middle line a linebacker. No way. Mm-hmm. It, it, you just got to hit the market. 
speaking of Green Bay, is Aaron Rodgers just playing the Douglas with him, Mr. Kirk? No, it's back, it's back and forth still. I mean, it's like uh, one minute he thinks he's going to stay, <clears throat> the next minute he thinks he's going to go. I think we'll know by Tuesday because if they don't franchise uh, Devontae Adams, then I think he's going to go. Oh, wow. He, 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 they they got to franchise Devontae Adams. Yeah. I don't see no other way around that. You got to franchise him. Agreed. You, you can't let your, your best offensive weapon, as far as the skill position is concerned, walk out of that door. Uh-huh, agreed. You just don't replace that kid like that. No. If they don't do that, they, then they're biting their own bullet. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it's not. Yeah, you've got to keep that guy around. In, the, in any capacity that you can, you've got to keep around. And there's a lot of players, Mr. Clayton. I'll tell you some of these one-year deals that have been running around for the last three or four years in the NFL. You see the glut of players out there in the agency? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a Over lot. 700 players? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot There's a lot of players out there out there in the market right now. You know, that teams, teams that one-year deal is back backing up thinking you're going to get a bigger deal or whatever. It's starting to put more and more competition out there in the free agency market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that, that could mean a lot. Spell a lot for a lot. You, you know, you don't exactly have to go out there that first week of the, of the dry, of uh, free agency and pay the big money. You can wait that even that following week and still pick up good players. Yeah, you can. I agree. Yeah, so it's starting to look like it's coming more, more, more better for the the clubs to just wait around and get better players in the second week of the. Of, uh, and you don't have to pay as much for them. Yeah, you don't have to pay as much. You don't have to go out there and, and, and open up the bank and give out a seventeen or eighteen million dollar deal. Uh huh. You, you you can wait for the second tier player to come around, and he's might be from an A to a B or an A to an A minus. You might still have that same type of player right there in, in, in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, now being the NFL has dropped a lot of the COVID restrictions. What does that do for Carson Wentz? Uh, well, it looks like he's out of there, and now there's some talk mm-hmm. that uh, they they might just go to Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback, which I find a little bit strange. Wow, the Colts. Wow, yeah. pretty interesting. Wow, huh? is it because of the COVID? Vaccine that he's out of there, or just his production? I guess what their perception of his production is, because he actually produced. I thought he he had decent numbers last year. Yeah, I thought he played well. I played. You know, they went on a stretch. If you look at throughout the season, they went on a stretch of about what five or six games where they were they won some real good games. Right. Agreed. Yeah, I thought I thought his production was pretty good in that. I mean, even though Taylor the running back was very productive too. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as running the ball, but Carson Wentz didn't hurt himself in that. No, I you know, agree. I thought, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and they're actually going toward Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, that's what uh, I saw one story this morning that said that. Wow. That's interesting. Very interesting. So that means Denver Denver's going to be in the quarterback market looking, looking elsewhere. Right, hoping that Aaron Rodgers comes free. Don't see that, Mr. Clayton. I, I just don't. See, I don't see Green Bay. <laughs> well, it's not Green Bay's decision. It's it's Aaron no. Rodgers. It's true, true. It's Aaron Rodgers' decision, and you say it's got a lot predicated on Devontae Adams. Right. I, I 
Yeah, it's got a lot predicated on him. Yeah. Well, hey, that that's going to be remain to be seen as far as what Aaron Rodgers is going to do because there's a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of quarterback movement that you could possibly see. But is is Pittsburgh going with, going with the backup that they have already? No, Mason Rudolph's terrible. Okay. Yeah, they're not going with Rudolph. So are they they're going to be out in the market looking for a quarterback. Agreed. I mean, well, they could go with Wentz. They could. They could go with Carson Wentz. That would be a good pickup for them, as far as that's concerned, right? Right. Yeah, that that would work right over there. He, you know, he knows how to play in the cold weather. He's from the coldest. He played college ball there. I mean, he knows how to play in the cold weather. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the, they got a good young running back, Najee Harris, who right. can run the ball. Yeah, they could take some pressure off of him. They got a, some decent receivers over there. Got a decent tight end. It could work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could work if he wants to go that way. Yeah, he wants to take it that route. That could be a good place for him to land. You know, it, it, you can't just dial up one eight hundred get a quarterback, Mister Clayton. No, well, you cannot. That's I, I agree with that. Yeah, and with the way the draft. What, what about right your now? Saints? What What are they going to do? Jameis Winston. Oh boy! If they can get him back, <laughs> what else can you do right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, uh, do, you, do you like the crop of quarterbacks coming out of college right now, Mister Clayton? No, I do not. Although you might, although somebody might just like him in the bottle, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, I don't see it happening. No, no, you're gonna have to do with what you got right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And what you got, I mean, Jameis, he didn't play bad last year, right? Right. For the for the for, for the sample test that you got and saw, he didn't play bad. I think what the Saints need to do, if anything, the Saints need to, to get him some receivers around. Yeah, agreed. I mean, yeah. They were horrible without receivers. They didn't have enough receivers. They didn't have so. any, they didn't have anything. Thank you. So you got to you shore that up. You'll be in better better condition for next. Mm-hmm. I think I think it'll work. You know, they're going with they're going with. Two with Chris Richard and Nielsen as the co-defensive coordinators. I want to see how that works out. Yeah. I think yeah. it'll be fine on defense. It's just offense. It's going to be their big problem. Hey, JB, thank you for the phone call. Mr. Clayton, you have a fine Saturday, my friend, and get some rest, Mr. Clayton. Okay. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN, John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Raider Jim. Hi, John. How you doing? Uh, tired, but good. Okay, okay. You've been watching the Combine, I suppose. Uh, not watching it, no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I, I, I kind of did that for a while and said, you know what, I'll... Do my research later yeah, after all yeah, I've said yeah. and done. And uh, that's the way I at least handle it. I can't just sit around and watch that stuff all the time and yeah. you know, hear all these folks prattle on about what this person's doing here and what this person's doing there and you know, with this workout warrior here, that kind of thing. I just don't want to do it. Mm, understood. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. Okay. Um, John, the deadline to designate a franchise tag is, I guess, now Tuesday. Tuesday. Right? Tuesday and, at 1 o'clock, yeah. Okay, because we spoke last week and we thought it would be 
we thought it would be Friday, but um, no. and you know, really, the only reason I'm interested is because of the situation in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rodgers remains equivocal on a status, and it doesn't seem as though the the team wants to negotiate with Devontae Adams with the new contract. So, I mean, no. you and JB talked a little bit about it. I mean, what do you think is likely to happen there? Well, if they, I don't think they, if they don't bring back Adams and they don't pay Rodgers a whole bunch of money, I think he leaves. Yeah, he well, has to be traded. It, Shouldn't it be the other way around though? Shouldn't they get certainty from Rogers that, you know, he should he wants to stay and then they and then they do something with Devontae Adams even though they missed the deadline to franchise tag him? Oh, I mean that's a lot to ask because free agency yeah. starts like uh you know, the fourteenth, I think it is. Right, right. Not enough time. Right. And and I mean and Adams could get a boatload of money. Right, agreed. There, there's a lot of teams that are star for number one receivers. Um I mean, really, the only reason I'm 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 in, uh, I'm curious about it is because you know Derek Carr has rarely had a true number one receiver. I mean, yes, there was Amari Cooper who you guys just talked about. Mm-hmm. They had him for two years, but I mean, the Cowboys now know what the Raider Nation has always known that he's a talent, but his, you know some of his production isn't there. He's mediocre, and at times he just kind of disappears on the gridiron. Right, agreed. And they're paying him a lot of money too, so. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens to him. And I agree with you, what you guys talked about. He's probably number two at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't do much to engender himself to, uh, to, uh, to, to, you know, he doesn't do much to be, have much of a personality, you know, I mean, yeah. he's just kind of, Hey, I'm Amari Cooper. You know, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You're Amari Cooper, but you know, you got to show something on the field. So enough said about that. Uh, how about Allen Robinson, John? Talk to me about him. I don't know much about him. I know he came from Penn State. I know he's number two. Went to play for, I think, either, was it the Panthers or the Jaguars, and now he's with Chicago. Um, you know, I think that's a viable number one choice for a, a team meeting a receiver. I would agree, yeah, because I think he's a real talent. I know he was hurt a bunch last year, but he's a real talent. Yeah, and I, I think that I think that if, if a team like the Raiders uh, or mm-hmm. who are looking for a a number one receiver. Um, if they're looking for someone, I think that's their better bet as opposed yeah, to going after yeah. Devontae Adams. Um, you know, it's not low hanging fruit, but it's by the same token, a guy has shown you know, with various quarterbacks and in d- different situations that he's done well, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, John, what do you think about, uh, you know, you know, the, the GM, uh, Ziegler and, 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 uh, Josh McDaniels now, I, uh, you know they're they've been known to go for no name players, you know, yeah. so-called no name players. Uh, you know that know how to play football, have a lot of versatility to them, and just want good football players. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that they will mirror what um, Arians did with Brady? I mean, they went out and got Brady whatever he wanted, so yeah. and then they went to the Super Bowl and they won. I mean, do you, do you think that will happen with Carr, the Carr situation in, in the Ra- with the Raiders? Probably. I mean, probably they're not going to go for. You know, big names or big salaries and stuff like that, and that's probably a mistake. You know, they've got to be in a, be in a position to win now, and so they need right. to get a couple things, particularly in the in the secondary. Yeah, I, yeah. I think their secondary right now is just simply simply not good, and uh, they've had injuries and you know personal problems at the cornerback position. You know, so right. you know they they need to do something. Right, and I don't think that the that Gus Bradley's cover two helped them out as much as they could have uh, with the right kind of uh, personnel. Um, they had Casey Hayward, but he's a free agent. 
and uh-huh. he's gonna he's gonna command a lot of money in the in the open market when free agency hits. And I'm, I don't think the Raiders are gonna keep him around because of that. They're not gonna pay him a boatload. So you're right. They need to do something about the secondary and and then do something quickly. I'm not sure what that will be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was really, uh, you know, uh, when the combine comes, you know, you, you get a lot of press uh, from all your teams. You know, you get, you know, the GM gets interviewed, the coach gets interviewed. And it was really, you know, I don't know much about Ziegler or, for that matter, Josh McDaniels. All, all I know is basically what we have both now and what he's done in the past. Yeah. He's got a good offensive mind, but it was really encouraging, John, to hear him say, that look, you know, if you want to talk about specific players, you know, we're going to look at what they do well, and we're going to look at what they do as far as what are their strengths. You know, what do they bring to the table? And you mm-hmm. know, that's something Bill Belichick has done for years, and other coaches haven't done. And we've talked a bit about that the pre- previously. We've talked about how Belichick, you know, puts his players in the best position to succeed given their skill set. Right. And and I think that's the way to go. I mean, you can't be ironclad about how you approach these athletes. And you see a bit of this now with the combine. I mean, one of the quarterbacks' hands isn't as big. Well, you know, okay, maybe that's an issue. Maybe it's not. You know, they, they used to have the Wonderlick test. They're not doing yeah. that now. But, you know, it's like, can the guy play? <laughs> you know? That's the key. The film. No doubt. And that's the key, John, in my opinion. Yeah, because you want guys that can go out there – particularly in as early as he can and just play and play as well as they possibly can. Right. Right. And then some of these, uh, these, you know, like the senior bowl and the Shriners mm-hmm. game and stuff like that. I think that's all, that can also be an indicator because you're going up against, you know, top tier competition. Right. They all want to show what they can. They all want to prove to a team that they've got, they got the wherewithal to win, you know, when they're, when they're playing and when they're performing, when they're doing that, that's a really good indicator, and coaches tend to get more insight uh-huh. with the players because they can talk to them. They can they can they can see how they, they they do approach certain defenses or offenses depending on their situation. I think that's a that's a far better indicator than bench pressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, I agreed. How high you can jump, and you know, look, all the athletes that can do that, that's great. They can do that. I think that's fantastic. But I also think, hey, can you play? Exactly. Can you play? That's the key. Yeah. Hey, Jim, thank you for the phone call. Okay, John, take care. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Ed in Denver. Hey, Ed. Morning, John. Happy Saturday to you. Happy Saturday to you. Well, Hanging in there. Thank you. I've been uh, working and traveling for the last few weeks. Oh, good for you. Copper Mountain last weekend. Yeah. So I kind of missed out on a lot of football news lately, Mm -hmm. I'm sure, but... uh, well, it's going to be there every day now um, because, again, it's like you know, we're in the busy cycle. Free agency coming up, combine going on, trades happening. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I really see uh, a lot of action coming, one of the busier off-seasons mm-hmm. ever, don't you think? I would think so, yeah. And yeah pre- I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be as active at quarterback as it was last year, but it's going to be very active overall. Yeah. Last time we talked, you and I both agreed that uh, the Seahawks were not bringing back Dwayne Brown. Now it seems not so clear about that, huh? Well, everything's up in the air. I mean, you got to see how the numbers are going to be, you know, what he's asking for, how the need at the left tackle position, all those different things. So, uh, you know, there, there's a chance. I hope so. I like the guy a lot. Yeah. 
they really need to solidify their offensive line. Agreed. I that uh, they don't have a chance um, at uh, making the playoffs and certainly not going anywhere deep in the playoffs without much better offensive line play next year. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But it sounds like Pete Carroll, when he, was, when he talked the other day, he'd like to keep just about everybody. But, of course, you know, there's no way Brandon Shell comes back. No way. What is the the issue with Brandon Shell? I've missed out on all that. He's been hurt too much. Missed too many games, I oh, think. So you just think he, he shouldn't come back because of being injured? Well, because, so much. again, he's going to ask. I mean, he may get some decent money, and he's hurt too much. Yeah. He certainly is a good player when he's playing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I like him, but again, it's so, like, uh, you know, you, you got to accept one thing and not accept another. I'll go down my continued list of whether they're going to be here or not next year. So uh, the four that we hadn't mm-hmm. talked about the last time we talked were Al Woods, Ryan Neal, Sidney Jones, and DJ Reed. Yeah, of those um, three, so. I think uh, Sidney Jones may have the best chance of not coming back. And, you know, I think yeah, that uh, DJ think Reed, teams. I mean, if you can maybe get him to agree to $10 million a year, uh, you can get him for a $4 million cap hit the first year. Yeah. Yeah, I think kind of thinking all of those players are relatively inexpensive except Sidney Jones. Is that kind of what you're thinking? No, I don't know how much Sidney Jones can get. But, again, I think that uh, they can go a different direction. Mm. And in terms of franchise tags, the Seahawks typically don't use that. But no. don't you think they need to use that on either Penny or Adams? Again, I've been no. football, so I don't know what's No, I think if they're going to use Adams. it, it'll be on uh, – Diggs, you know, to be on the safety, Quandre Diggs. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, Diggs is what I meant. Not yeah, Adams. yeah. Diggs, yeah. Yeah, they've already got a yeah. contract for Adams. They've got Adams locked down. Yeah. So, so what do you think they're going to do? I mean, they're not I don't going know. to it's uh, like... have a contract for Diggs by next week. Um, yeah. I feel like they need to use it on somebody, mm. either Diggs or Penny. Well, you can't. I mean, Penny's not going to get more than six million. Why would you put the franchise tag at over 12 on uh, on a running back who's going to get half less than half of that in free agency? That doesn't make any sense. I didn't realize the franchise tag for running backs was 12 million. Yeah, it's, I mean, or whatever it is, it's like, I mean, none, none of the free agent running backs are going to get more than six. It's a great running back draft. Uh, you know, no, nobody's got more than uh, last year. The highest-paid free agent running back got five-five. Why would you pay? Yeah, you know, okay. Why would you give a franchise tag? That'd be crazy. Um, well, if the franchise tag for running backs is yeah, uh, it's just no five-five. No, yeah. Well, it's not five-five. It's more than You're that. You're not sure what it is offhand, though. Yeah. The franchise tag for running backs? Yeah, I'm not at the top of my head right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's uh, well above 5-5, five, five, you think? Yes, Well agreed. above 6. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, Ed, thank you for the phone call. Ed, thank you for the phone call. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN, John Clayton Show, 710-ESPN-Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show.
on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Barbara in Seattle. Hey, Barbara. Hey, John. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I have uh, kind of three quarterback questions. My first question is about that quarterback ranking or rating, that, that number they give them. Yeah. How do they how do they come up with that number, and, and what's the significance of it? And you, what are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, like like uh, like Aaron Rodgers? I think has the highest, like one yeah. hundred nine, you know, something like that. So, is it just like how many passes? Well, as they far make, as, as far as if it's going to be the uh, the league's uh, number, it's based on stats. If it's going to be QBR, it's based on what ESPN and their analytics department that says as far as you know his efficiency in throwing certain passes and things of that nature and then of course the other ratings you know come from you know uh you know uh, guys like used to be myself you know trying to just say okay who's the best and who's second who's third who's fourth who's fifth oh okay so um and that i guess if they have a higher rating they yeah. could get higher uh, higher pay or something 100% like that. yeah yeah, and my other question is like, so uh, Deshaun Watson. So I know that well, he has all these that trouble now, but yeah. he didn't want to play for Houston, and so he wasn't going to. Did, if if a quarterback chooses not to play, do they still get paid, or how does that work? Most times you don't, but in his case, they did. They still kept really? paying him. Yeah, I mean, he wow. made like ten point four million last year. You're and kidding? Did, didn't play a dime. Whoa. Well, it's amazing. And then my third question, um, Jacob Eason, do you think he could um, develop into a, a backup quarterback for the Seahawks, or what do you I think I think he about could, him? yeah. But right now, it's like, I think that, uh, you, know, you know, at least according to Pete Carroll, they may go back and, uh, you know, bring Geno Smith back and have oh. uh, Jacob as oh. the number three. So we'll see. There's, like, there's oh. a, so much uncertainty right now because you don't know <clears throat> who's going to sign who's not going to sign, and all that stuff. That all will be sorted out in the, the rest of this month. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll be watching then. Well, well, thank you very much. You answered my question. Hey, Barbara, thank you so much. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to John in Rochester, New York. Hey, John. Hey, how are you doing today, Mr. Clayton? Good, how are you? Good. Now, don't get fired up because this might sound yeah. like a Russell Wilson getting traded question, yeah, but it's good. not. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> um, my question, though, was in all the rumors of it, I did hear, which I don't understand, I always thought that if you traded for a player, you got their entire contract. So I, I don't really understand why I, I heard that if they did, that they would have a $31 million dead cap hit. I thought that um, – when you traded, you got the entire contract from the other team, unless it was something that was agreed upon, like the the Jadavian Clowney mm-hmm. one, where they agreed to pay some of it. Yeah, well, here here's the reason for that, is that uh, yeah, I mean, you have proration on the signing bonus. Okay, like in the case of Russell Wilson, there's you know two years where it's like thirteen million a year, and so that's twenty six, and they paid him, which is already in his pocket, you know, a five million dollar roster bonus. So if you trade him, uh, it's 31 mil. Now, if you wait till after June 1st, 
I mean, you can just have one year of the proration, and then the, the proration for the next year goes into the next year. So then that would be 13. But uh, right now, if you trade him, uh, it would be $31 million, and you have no quarterback. I got you. So, so it's because it's signing bonus that it still counts. Yeah, signing bonus that uh, you know he had agreed to, and that doesn't go in to the new team with uh, in a trade. Okay, that's what I that's what I didn't understand. I appreciate the clarification. Thank you. All right, thank you. Eight six six nine seven nine ESPN two zero six four two one ESPN. It's the John Clayton Show seven ten ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Mike in Renton. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, John. How you doing? Hanging in there. Good, good. How was date night? Uh, too, I was too sick to, uh, to go, so we just stayed here at the house. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, John. Like I say, John, you need to... Take a little mini vacation. Go somewhere local. It's been five, four, five, six years since I've had a vacation. Yeah, you, you, you need one, John. You really do. You yeah. deserve it. Life is short. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, John, let's change directions here. I, I can't get over this baseball strike. Isn't that a joke? I agree. And it's millionaires on, I, I put, fight millionaires. I, I put it on baseball more than I do the players. They need to sit in a room, and, and you don't come out of the room until you have a solution. Mm-hmm. And when you... What they're fighting over is money, and the difference in the, the money situation is really not a lot of money, John. Uh-huh, agreed. And, and that just goes to show you how much these owners and these players really feel about the fans. Yeah. How much damage do you think it's going to do overall? It's going to do a lot of damage. Trust me, ratings will drop through the roof. You watch. Mm-hmm. And haven't they, haven't they been dropping the last couple of years? Oh, yeah. And you look at ticket prices. They're ridiculous. Yeah. You go to uh, uh, T-Mobile, uh, 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 Mariner, go see a Mariner game. Let's say the Yankees come to town or Boston. You're going to pay top dollar for a good seat. Mm-hmm. That's just like going to a Seahawk game. Right. That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. You say you got a family of three. Can you actually afford to go to a game? I think it's going to be tough. When you got to pay, say, four tickets, parking, food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's I'm not easy. I'm telling you, they're pricing themselves right out of the market. Mm-hmm. I agreed. And and again, it's like, uh, and the arrogance of the owners and the incompetence of Rob Manfred, the uh, commissioner. I mean, I think it just shows. Yeah. These owners, man, I tell you, these owners are just greedy. They make so much money in so many ways off of baseball. Not even starting with food, concessions, parking. I mean, they just continue to gouge you. TV contracts. Yeah, they just continue to just gouge you and gouge you. Hey, John, I see where the Steelers hired a new offensive offensive line coach, Myers. Yeah. What do you know about this guy? He's he's been around like about eight years, nine years. Good, experienced offensive line coach. So, uh, you know, their coach... Uh, offensive line coach from last year went to Oregon to coach there, so it's like you know, kind of an interesting move. But I think that I, I think they still made a mistake in not getting Mike Munchak back. Yeah, that's going to be a big loss there because he is very knowledgeable yeah. and a very good line coach. Hey, John. So what do you hear as far as the quarterback situation? You still you think they're going to go with Rudolph? No, they can't. Yeah, they, I I don't see it either. 
I mean, I, like they got, they got, I mean, I don't know. Here, here's the bigger question. Uh, do you trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Even though he's not going to be able to throw for 16 weeks? No. Garoppolo's injury prone. Yeah. One little hit, he's, he's out for a couple of weeks. I don't want him. And I don't see Rodgers coming either. He's going to stay right in Green Bay. Yeah, we'll see about that. He's he's back and forth right now. And uh, what 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 about Carson Wentz? Uh, I'm not sold on him either. Yeah. Hey, but you know who I really like? That's a free agent. This kid, Kobe. Uh, he used to play with Indy. Kobe Percent. Am I pronouncing it right? Jacoby Percent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that kid. He's big, physical, got a big arm. I like the Steelers go after him. Mm-hmm. He's available. Yeah, he is available, and I, the question is, will they? Yeah, well. Hey, I got a question, John. When they make decisions like that, do the Rooney's play a part in that, or is it all on Tomlin? No, Tom. Tom, uh, you know, Mike, Mike's not involved in the personnel part of it. You know, it's like, uh, you know, still for at least now, uh, Kevin Colbert, the general manager. I mean, he makes the personnel decisions, and then we'll see how that changes because they've interviewed a lot of. Uh, new GM possibilities, and they could go, you know, with uh, their current group that's still remaining. But no, it's not a Mike Tomlin decision. Yeah, I mean, well, he has a voice, but yeah. But the question is, will they listen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, John, you take care and uh, get some rest. All right, sounds good. Eight six six nine seven nine ESPN two zero six four two one ESPN. Let's go to Irish Mankey. Hello, Mr. Clayton. Hey, we missed you last week. Where were you? I was down in Portland, Oregon for a huge wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I checked in uh, and gave notice to pass have it passed on to you, but uh, didn't make the didn't make the connection. I guess. Okay, no, did not hear. Yeah. Oh well, it's okay. Uh, well, I guess you're still struggling with the sleep thing, huh? Yep. Not didn't get enough sleep last night. Oh, Mr. Clayton, Mr. Clayton, that's you know you're going to end up in the hospital. No, don't. Let's, let's not get overdone on okay. that. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, so my question, I guess, is uh, is this combine thing uh, becoming uh, outdated? Is I don't. I don't think so. No. I, I think that uh, you know they made a couple of adjustments. You know, the one where you know they had uh, the, the one that didn't work is having the lifting on the same day you're supposed to be running. And so you had, uh, you know, 41 of the 59 offensive linemen not uh, work out, do, do the lifting. But you can do that at the workouts, you know, back at the, the school, you know, because at least it's going to be indoors. And then you only had like a one pod of the receivers and only two did the lifting. But the big thing was, you know, the uh, most of the players went on the field, ran, competed, and did that. And that's really what you want to see at a combine. Uh-huh. So it, it, they're, they're looking for the uh, uh, competition between between the players then it, primarily, I guess. Well, they're right? looking for and the, the competition. They're also looking for the physicals. They're also looking for the interviews. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Well, fantastic. Uh, some good news for you. Uh, yeah. Irish recruiting is ranked number one in uh, in 2023. Oh and, boy, uh, is that great news! Uh, ah, I am so and, thrilled. And, and I thought it'd brighten your day. And Freeman, the head coach, he's ranked as the number one recruiter. Wow! In the country, so things are looking up. Spring football's coming, Mr. Clayton. Yeah, you know, it soon, is soon. Uh-huh. What is it? April they start? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, the Irish are looking good. 
Looking good. This Coach Freeman is something special. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But uh, no, back to back to football. Um, are the Seahawks in a? Would it would it be safe to say, or do you think that uh, although nobody likes the term, are, are they in a rebuilding year no. this year? Are they going to have to make really shuffle the deck, so to speak, no. and, and take a hard look at uh, you know thinning and and getting new blood in. No, they just need to add. They need to add players. That's it. It's not a rebuilding. It's adding players. Adding key players. And, uh, okay. Well, I'll let you go because not much to say other than go Irish. Oh, boy. Get some sleep, Mr. Clayton. Okay, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.